We praise you, Father. Praise you, Father. Praise you, Father. The young lions do lack and suffer hunger. But they that seek the Lord shall not lack any good thing. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Those who seek you will lack no good thing. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Father, when we look to you, when you when we seek you, we will not lack any good thing. And the first, the most important good thing that we need is our spiritual food, is our growth in you. Oh, Father, you have promised that we will not lack any good thing. And you will feed us. We thank you, Lord. So we ask you at this hour that you'll feed us. Feed us, Lord, with your heavenly manna. Feed us, Lord, with your heavenly manna. Feed us, Lord, with your heavenly manna. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Praise you. Praise you. Praise you. Praise you. Praise you. We praise you, Lord. We praise you, Lord. We praise you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We fall prostrate before you at your feet and we worship you. We thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. The steps of a righteous person is ordered by the Lord. And we thank you, Lord. Ordering our steps throughout this month of July and ordering our steps for us even for this day. Oh, Holy Spirit, have your way. Have your way, Lord. Have your way, Lord. Have your way, Lord. We thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Have your way in our lives. Have your way in our families. Have your way in our spouses, hearts, minds, and bodies. Have your way in our children's lives, O oh Lord, in their hearts, minds, and bodies. Have your way in our finances. Have your way in our going out and the coming in. Have your way, Father, in our home. Have your way, Lord. Wherever we go, have your way. Spirit of the living God, may every single person here, Lord, be dominated by the Spirit of God. May every mind be dominated by the Spirit of God. Not be dominated by the cares of the world, but be dominated by the Spirit of God. Hallelujah. Oh, we thank you for you said, no good thing will you withhold from them that walk uprightly. We thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that you will provide for us according to riches and glory by Christ Jesus. We thank you, Father, that begins with our spiritual food, that begins with our spiritual strength, that begins with knowledge and understanding from the Most High God. Oh Lord, so we seek you for that this morning as a church. We seek you for that, Lord. We seek you for that. We seek your understanding. We seek your knowledge. We seek your wisdom. We seek you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. 
reveal to us your treasures from your word reveal to us your heart through the spirit of God our Savior reveal to us the mind of Christ all precious Holy Spirit Father reveal to us reveal to us reveal to us Lord this morning and I pray give us your power to take the revelation that you would give to us oh Father that you are about to give to us Lord to be able to put it to practice I ask you Father for your power I ask you Father for your strength I ask you Lord for your understanding we thank you Lord we thank you Lord we thank you we commit ourselves into your hands I commit the word that you have just given Lord you just gave now I pray Father that you will immerse this word of God in the river of the Holy Spirit I pray Father that you would break your bread and feed it to your people that it may nourish their spirit, souls, bodies and minds for you said man shall not live by bread alone but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God so I pray Lord nourish our spirits nourish our souls nourish our minds nourish our bodies O Lord at this hour that we may run and not grow weary that we may walk and not grow faint in this world, as we walk, may our feet may never get dirty. Oh, Spirit of the Living God, we may always have the whole armor of God. We may have the shoes that we need to have that you have provided for us. We may have no defilement. For you said you're in this world, but you're not of it. But as your people throughout this day have to deal with all kinds of things, so many different things that we have to come across, that we have to decide for people that we need to meet places that we need to go, families that we need to attend to, finances that we need to manage. Oh, I pray that you keep your people pure and holy. Keep every single person's motives pure and holy, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth that each and every single person may live for the one who died for them, O Lord. May we live for the one who died for us, O Father. Even this day, whatever opportunity you would give us to live for Jesus Christ who died for us, may we gladly, wholeheartedly with faith live for you Lord 
in this in the midst of this crooked and perverse generation. I pray may your people stand out as dazzling gemstone, as bright lights covered with the glory of God, as opposed to the people of this world who are covered with crookedness and perverseness. May your people be covered with the glory of God and shine as lights in the midst of the crooked and perverse generation. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Father. We commit ourselves into your hands. I pray that you will continue to minister to our hearts. We give you all the glory, honor, and praise. Take away every spirit of slumber, every pain in the body, every distraction, all that the enemy is using in will try to use I bring them under the foot of the cross and I nullify them and make them null and void in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth that your people have the total freedom to have listening ears understanding hearts not forgetful minds or forgetful ears but understanding minds that they may be doers of your word and not hearers, Lord. Let your seed, the good seed, the word of God, be dropped right into the spirits of your people. Then we may not have any access, Lord, to anyone's heart. In the name of Jesus, that no one neglects this great salvation, this great call of the Lord, this great opportunity to shine for Him, to lay down our lives for Him, so that we can take it up again. We thank You, Father. We praise You. So help us, O Lord, and give us Your grace and continued long-suffering and God kind of patience and the fruit of the Spirit, meekness, that is of great value in the sight of God. Adorn, I pray, adorn the people, O Lord, I pray. That our people, that our church be adorned with the fruit of the Spirit. We thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Beautify us. Beautify us. Beautify us, O Jesus, at this hour even more. Beautify us, O Lord, at this hour even more with the nature of Jesus. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you. In Jesus' name, I cover every brother, sister, child who is listening, who is on the line. I cover their ears your minds with the blood of Jesus. They remove them far from every wicked attack of the enemy. In the name of Jesus, all that the enemy is trying to do to distract them, to disturb them from the word of God, I bind them in Jesus' name. I take victory in Jesus' name. O oh Lord, you are our dwelling place. 
throughout all generations from everlasting to everlasting your God so I ask you that you will be present in our midst O Lord be present in our midst O Lord in the name of Jesus come Holy Spirit invade every heart invade every mind invade every home invade everybody oh I pray let your people be overcome and overtaken by the Spirit of God filled with the presence of God with the emotions with their speech their actions be overcome by the power of the Holy Spirit with God's love with God's holiness with the nature of Christ and I thank you Lord for doing this in Jesus name I pray Amen Amen Thank you Jesus Praise be to God We're going to turn our Bibles to Genesis Thank you Jesus Hallelujah. Genesis chapter 1. I'm just going to go to the verse. Just give me one minute. Genesis chapter 1. And I'm going to read. From verse 25 onwards. Let me just go to actually 24. I'm going to read from verse 24 onwards. Genesis chapter 1 from verse 24 onwards. Then God said, Let the earth bring forth the living creature according to its kind, cattle and creeping things and the beast of the earth each according to its kind and it was so I want to stop right here for a minute I want to talk about the God who calls into existence things that are not there our God calls into existence things that are not there just close your eyes for a minute and just pray this prayer after me before we continue further into what the Spirit of the Lord would have for us to hear from Him. Lord, open my eyes to see Your truth. Lord, open my ears to hear Your truth. Lord, open my mind to receive Your truth. Open my heart to keep Your truth. Let me be a doer of your word and not a hearer only. Let me bring forth much fruit to the praise and glory of God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Speak, Lord. I will listen and obey. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Genesis chapter 1 verse 24 Then God said Let the earth bring forth the living creature According to its kind Cattle and creeping things And the beast 
of the earth, each according to its kind. And it was so. Our God is a God of new beginnings. Our God is a God of new creation. Our God is a God who looks at empty space and comes up with a glorious plan and executes the plan so skillfully by the word of his mouth. By the word of the mouth of God all things were made that was made through Jesus Christ the word of God. In verse 24 we see a God is looking at the earth and he is looking at the earth that didn't have anything in it and he starts with light and goes on creating something new something different every single day and here on the sixth day God looks at the earth and he says let me create something new today the very same God who looked at the earth and said let me create something new today and brought into existence that which was in his mind he looks at you this morning and he says let me do something new in you today let me do something new in you today because he is the Lord God who calls into existence that which is not there so every time you look at your situation every time you see whether it's your body or your finances or your child's body or your marriage or your family situation or whatever it may be when you look at something and you're not seeing what you should see that you look at it and you're saying that I don't have this here there's something missing and you know what's missing but you don't have the power to bring it to pass know that if you have the God of the impossible through him all things are possible that which is missing God says I'm able to bring it to existence so we don't have to worry about that which is not there we just need our God to speak into our situation the very same God who said I'm going to do something new today and he did something awesome on the sixth day which was he created the beasts the living creatures on the earth and he created man now when God created all these things in his mind he had a whole variety of things that he wanted to do God just didn't say okay let me just create line and that's it I made one 
huge animal and so and that's it for today and I'm so tired now he did a whole bunch of things on that sixth day if you have more than one prayer request if you have more than one problem if you have more than one situation that you're looking at and you're saying wow there's so many things wrong in my life so many things need to be changed so many things are happening and so many things have happened with no solution you're a good candidate for God to do something new God can take all of that and show forth his power in each and every single situation so don't lose heart look at God Almighty our Elohim our God, our Lord the one who calls into existence things that are not there he calls into existence things that are not there as though they were because when he speaks it, it happens so he calls into existence that which is not there as though they were because he orders it and it comes into being our God commands it and it comes into being his word, at his word, whatever he speaks, it has to come into existence. That which is not there, he has the power to bring it into existence. So whatever you may be going through in your family, in your personal life, whatever area it may be, the Spirit of God is speaking to your heart this morning. There's a time to weep, there's a time to laugh, there's a time to sow, and a time to harvest. There's a time. God has His time. He didn't create the beasts of the field and man on the first day. He did not. Why not? He could have done everything the first day. Why did He? do it on the sixth day because our God is very intentional every day he had an agenda he said this is what I'm going to accomplish today and after that I'm going to accomplish something else the next day what does this talk about God what does it what does this look like when you look at the nature of God would you understand when you see that our God even though he had the power to make everything instantly that very moment he chose not to do it that way but he took the time to do it on separate days and do it in a in a way that is so glorious and so beautiful I mean, it could have been glorious and beautiful even if he would have done everything in less than a second but he chose not to it shows our God is a God of planning he never does things hastily 
He never says, okay, I just want to do something and it just does it because it needs to be done. No. He takes great care. Before he put man in there, he made everything for man and man and everything for himself. What a caring, compassionate God. What a loving, heavenly Father we have. He thought about the man that he was going to create. He thought about the environment that he wanted to put that man in. And he gave him the best environment. He created everything so beautifully for this man whom he created in his own image how much love how much care how much time he took God didn't have to take that much time but he took that time because he was interested in the lives of human beings that he was going to create and every day he did something new to let us know in our lives God can do the same thing. That which was not there he was able to bring into existence when he wanted to according to his time according to his calendar. Many times when human beings think oh I want things to happen now and if it doesn't happen then it's not God's will, I'm not going to pray for it. Or it has to happen now, if it doesn't happen, I'm going to be bitter against God. Or if it doesn't happen now, then I'm never going to pray for it, and I'm just going to forget about it. But if it doesn't happen now, then maybe it's not God's will. And they themselves say all kinds of things and decide all kinds of things. There's no patience. We see God exhibiting patience in creation where he took the time, each and every single day, he took the time to make new things. He didn't do things at a very slow pace. He didn't do things at a very hasty manner. He's a God of divine order. A God who planned well and did all things perfectly. That God is your Father. That God plans your life and has planned your life and He continues to plan your life. This God who made new things every day has His season and has His time. Just like He had it for man. I'm going to bring him out on the sixth day. God has his time. God has his season to do things in your life. To do his glorious work in your life. To bring into existence that which is not there. And to bring you into a place where you've never been before. Spiritually, physically, emotionally, 
mentally, relationally, our God is able to do something new, something glorious, all because He loves us. On the sixth day, God said, Let the earth bring forth the living creature according to its kind. God just didn't say, Oh, let living creature come. No. While He created something new, He established a life cycle for those creatures. And He said, Monkey will beget monkeys. Lions will give birth to lions. And each and every animal that he brought into existence. He said, they all will have a pattern. Each creature that he created had a unique code given. It's amazing when you see human beings now copy that. When you go to the store, when you buy a product, it has a barcode. Each barcode for each item is different. And when you look at it, how did they program it? How can a machine scan that? And how can they put a price on it? And how does your credit card has that code? And how when you swipe it and now you tap it, and you don't even have to tap or swipe now, you just show your card near a device and it picks up everything. Everything is operating with codes and they all have unique separate codes. But so many people in this world, a machine can do so much programmed by man who was coded or programmed by God. Man just copies, tries to copy what the Creator God originally formed and brought forth into existence that which was never there to begin with. And look how much God accomplished in a space which was empty, in a place which was ugly. He brought beauty. He brought forth His glory. And He brought forth His image upon this planet that was empty, ugly, with no form, with no shape. My God took it and He said, I'm going to do something special with it. I'm going to put my imprint on it. And He created man with His image and He placed that man on the earth from the dust of the earth 
how much God did. And he did all these in six days. And on the sixth day, he did a whole bunch of things. They did them according to his plan. So when he speaks, he speaks very precisely, very accurately, very specifically, not generically. He says, let the earth bring forth the living creature according to its kind. Then he says, cattle and creeping thing and beasts of the earth, each according to its kind. And it was so. Our God is a God of variety. Our God is a God of uniqueness. If you look at just bananas, you have so many varieties in bananas. If you look at apples, you have so many varieties in apples. If you look at grapes, so many varieties in grapes. If you look at animals, you have so many varieties in animals. If you look at the cat family, you will see lions and tigers and cats and all kinds of creatures that come underneath that. God created His creation intentionally with a unique design and with a unique plan. The same God who thought about this world and thought about how the world should be. Understand this. He thought about you. He thought about your needs. He thought about your family. He thought about your situation. He thought about your health. He thought about your marriage. He thought about everything. Especially when you commit your life to God Almighty. You come under His observation, His supervision, His provision, His divine care, and His divine love. Where, unlike the wicked, the steps of a righteous person, they are ordered by the Lord. Not the steps of all human beings, even though we are all created in the image of God. Only those who come under the Lordship of God Almighty, their steps are ordered by God Almighty. Imagine if He took so much care to create this world and to fill this world. How much more God thinks about you? How much more God plans for you and how awesome and how great are his plans concerning you this is why Jesus said don't worry about tomorrow don't worry about what you will eat what you will drink what you will wear don't worry about these things don't worry about the things pertaining to this world all these things your father knows already because he does the planning if you belong to him he knows what you need he plans your day he plans your steps he plans 
everything concerning your life if you have surrendered your life to Jesus Christ. For those who have surrendered their lives to the Lord Jesus Christ, God takes full responsibility to do everything in His power, unlimited power, to do new things for such people, His people. The Spirit of the Lord is speaking to our hearts at this hour. Whatever you are concerned about, whatever you see in your life, and you stand and you stare at it and you say, nothing is different, nothing is changing, or hardly any change, or it's always the same. Know that. That's not God's word. Those are the words of Satan. God did do something, and He did it on the sixth day. God did His most important creation on the sixth day. Our God is a God of time, calendar, and season. Yes, it didn't happen on the first day. It didn't happen on the second day. It didn't happen on the third day. It didn't happen on the fourth day. It didn't happen on the fifth day. But you know what? It was on his mind. It was on his things to do. And there was a reason why he waited till the sixth day. God was preparing the earth for the creation that he was going to bring in on the sixth day. God is speaking to your heart to this hour. In order for God to do something glorious, that which you're looking for, God is preparing you. Just as He prepared the earth, God is preparing you. Before He can do something awesome, God wants to do His awesome work in you. God wants to do something glorious in you. God wants to create something new in you. He wants to create a whole bunch of different things in you before. He brings that grand thing that you're looking at, you're staring and saying, Go, God, how long? God says, Six today, my daughter. Six today, my son. I have my appointed day. But I'm going to get a whole bunch of things done before that. And that is my work in you. May God touch your spirit. May God touch your soul. May God touch your mind. May God touch your body at this hour quicken it once more and take it to a level higher than ever before so that you can see the King of Glory hear His voice understand His ways and walk in it with great humility with great reverence and with great confidence that comes from the blood of Jesus the very same God who looked at the earth and he said, Don't worry. I've not neglected you. I'm going to do something. Look how I'm going to beautify you. The very same God who looked at the earth and he did such an awesome job. He looks at you this morning and he says, you're not neglected. 
I've not neglected you. I've not forgotten you. I'm going to do something. I'm going to do something glorious in you. Steadily. 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 He's working in you. As you yield yourself to the working of the Holy Spirit, before He can accomplish that which you're really looking for, that you're really seeking God for and you're praying for, God says, I'm preparing you for that. Just as He prepared the earth before He could do that which He wanted to do on the sixth day, creating the animals and the most important creation, the human beings in His likeness, human being, the man he created in his likeness on the sixth day, the beast that he created on the sixth day, all the creation that he created and the woman that he created on the sixth day. God Almighty, his glorious plan that he wants to perform and he wants to do things that would overwhelm and gladden your heart. He's preparing your heart to receive that which God wants to accomplish in your life. May the Spirit of God inscribe this deep in your spirit. That there is the sixth day for you. As for the Lord says, my son, my daughter, there is the sixth day for you. There is a sixth day for you. But I'm working on your life and working on you to have everything done till the fifth day so that I can bring the sixth day upon you so that your heart will be overwhelmed with joy that your heart will be able to contain what God would do on the sixth day He's preparing you to receive what God has for you. So when you look at your situation and the enemy tries to weigh in heavily on you, tries saying that what's the point in praying? What's the point in reading? What's the point in this? What is God doing? What's your fasting doing? You're only getting tired and weak and there's no point in fasting and praying. You've fasted enough now. Just move on. These are the Voices of evil spirits because they know that, oh, on the sixth day, God is going to do something big. So let me see how I can discourage God's people by making them think that, oh, everything had to be done the first day itself. If it's not happening, then it's not happening. No. Encourage yourself in the Lord. My sixth day is coming. God is preparing me before He could. Do the miracle that I'm looking forward to. My sixth day is coming. Lord, do whatever work you want to do in my life. Each and every single day I know you do something new. Do something new in me before you bring that which I'm looking so eagerly looking forward to. But I cannot receive it until you fully prepare me, until I'm ready. So you're getting me ready just like how you got the earth ready so that you can bring human beings there.
May God widen the understanding of his people at this hour. And pour out a spirit of hope, renewed hope, into the spirits of his people. So they understand the purposes of God. And be patient like our Father in heaven while he works on us. Not to be impatient, but be patient and learn to appreciate everything God is doing in you. While you see things that are not done, or while you see things that are yet to be done, don't let the enemy make you look at that which is empty and that which needs to happen. Look at that which God has accomplished. And just as God said every day, oh, this is good, this is good, this is good. You need to be a man or a woman who learns to appreciate what God is doing in your life every single day. Just like God says, this is good. You need to be able to say, Lord, what you're doing in me is good. Your work that you're doing in me is good. Your work that you're doing in my spirit is good. Your work that you're doing in my body is good. Your work that you're doing in my mind is good. Your work that you are doing in my soul is good. Your work that you're doing in me is good. Whatever area God has been working in you so far, be like God Almighty. Learn to appreciate God's work in you. Learn to glorify God. Give God the glory that is due to His name. Because He doesn't have to do a thing for us. Yet He chooses to do it. Out of all His creation, you are His prized possession because of the blood of Jesus and because of His image that He has stamped upon you. Shall we close close our eyes and look to the Lord? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. You are so good. You are so kind. You are so gracious. You are so wise. You are so loving. There's no one like you, Lord. I pray at this hour that you strengthen your people. There's a purpose which why you've given this word. And you gave it the last minute or last second. And you led me into praying. You just gave it. You just gave it. And there's your purpose behind it. And we thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. You're full of plans and you're full of good plans. And you execute your plans, O God. So I pray that the Spirit of God may strengthen your people at this hour. They may never give room to discouragement. But praise you in every situation to give thanks to God for everything. And to glorify God 
every single day for what God has done and continues to do in their lives. Not to look at what needs to be done, but look at what God has done this far. Without you, none of us will be here. By your grace and by your grace alone we stand. And we thank you, Lord, for the blood of Jesus. We thank you, Lord. You've kept us all alive in the land of the living, giving us the opportunity to say, Lord, what you've done in our lives thus far is good. It's good. Thank you, Lord. And we're eagerly looking forward to what you're going to do today, what you're going to do tomorrow, what you're going to do next week. We know our sixth day is coming, but in the meantime, we're enjoying it's your people, what you're doing in our lives every single day. Hallelujah. And your season of first day, your season of second day, your season of third day, your season of the fourth day, your season of the fifth day, May people understand that you're the God of seasons. Even though we may not fully understand where we are according to God's timeline and calculation. But we can do one thing, Lord, to trust you and to thank you for what you're doing. To keep our eyes open, wide open to see what you're doing and to thank you. To keep our eyes wide open to what you're doing. And to thank you from the bottom of our hearts. To be appreciative of what God is doing. And to keep our eyes wide open to see what God is going to do. Because the good work that he has begun in each one of us. He will bring it to completion. Every prayer that we have prayed and we continue to pray is before the throne of God, night and day. Hallelujah. You know our needs. And we thank you, Lord, for what you've done thus far. And we thank you, Lord, for what you're going to do. And we thank you, Lord. Our sixth day is coming. So before that, we're so thankful that you're preparing us for our sixth day. And every single day, you're doing something new in us. Thank you, Father. Bless your people, Lord. I pray for your hand of blessing to rest upon your people. Strengthen your people. Cause your people, Lord, to live in the atmosphere of gratitude and praise, that their lives may become sweet fragrance to God our Father, genuine, heartfelt, sincere thanksgiving be offered to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, who calls into existence that which is not there. We thank you, Lord, every area that needs to be called the God Almighty. We know that you will bring forth something new 
glorious grand plan of God that you will accomplish in our lives for you alone can do it you alone will do it and we will rejoice in you and we will praise you for we can do that and we will do that Lord we thank you straighten out every thinking straighten out every heart pull every heart out of despair pull every heart out of wrong attitude towards the living God let no one complain that the children of Israel in the wilderness did but look keep the eyes on what God is doing keep looking at what God is doing and enjoy what God is doing now with perfect faith in what what more he's going to do in the future now we thank you that our sixth day is coming and we're so glad that you're working in us every single day and when you say it's good we join with you Lord and we say oh it's good thank you Lord Thank you Lord for beautifying us. When we had nothing, you came to us and you clothed us with the garment of salvation. You've clothed us with garment of praise. You've crowned us with loving kindness and tender mercies. We've you've crowned us with joy. And we thank you Lord. We praise you. So I pray and I pronounce your blessing upon your people as your servant here. And that their day be covered with praise and genuine thanksgiving to God Almighty. That they may have the eyes of faith to look ahead and look forward to what God is about to do. not according to what they think but according to what God thinks for he thinks big our God thinks big thank you lord to be appreciative of what God is doing every single day because he's doing big things never to miss the big things that God is already doing in the souls of your people in the spirits of your people in the lives of your people and i thank you lord so i bless them with this blessing throughout this day that their paths be filled with joy that their hours and their moments be filled with praises to our living God and as they close their eyes O Lord this night that they may close it with thanksgiving and with expectation of what God would do in their lives the next day for this I ask in Jesus name amen amen thank you Jesus.